0: Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Back in the Cheesehead TV podcast room here in New York City. That's right. I have left uh, God's country. Uh, It was beautiful in Wisconsin. Always great to be back in New York City. Really, really uh, enjoyed uh, all the time I spent in Wisconsin. Everyone who said hello. Everyone who uh, wrote to me, said hello to me. whether after practice or at the games, really appreciate everyone uh, making me feel so welcome in Wisconsin, but man, am I glad to be home, I'm going to tell you that, uh, and before I get going any further here, I want to give um, a shout out to a longtime viewer on Facebook, Patrick, who loaned me a truck, a very nice truck, while I was in Wisconsin, which basically made the entirety of my time there possible. Uh, I really was worried that it was going to be a nightmare getting back and forth between Green Bay and Appleton while I was there. Patrick came to the rescue. Patrick, you are a legend, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, I owe you big time. Uh, People that I don't owe, but I want to talk about right now are our good friends over at Ticket King. How's that for a segue? That's right. If you want to watch the Green Bay Packers in 2023 on the football field, home or away, You want to utilize Ticket King, people, go to Cheesehead TV, utilize our app, or use the website. Look at the schedule. There are individualized links for each and every game. Don't use Ticketmaster. Don't use StubHub or SeatGeek. None of these national companies. Use a company based in Wisconsin since the early 90s. Ticket King, people. Hell, there's a link in the description of this video if you're on YouTube. Just click it and use Ticket King to get your Packers tickets. That's what you want to do people. So do it. Because the Green Bay Packers are going to be a lot of fun this year. That's just something I was just talking about on the radio with Drew and KB. Like it's it's a year to have fun here. It's a year to watch them grow and develop and build a foundation that hopefully turns into a contending window. And of course, nothing that's not a foregone conclusion, it's not just cuz you say it doesn't mean it's going to happen. I understand all that, but Man, the Packers are going to be fun to watch this year. And yes, there will be frustrating times. I understand that. But God, I cannot wait for this team to take the field against Chicago and all their other opponents uh, throughout this season. Because man, it's just having been there now for the last three weeks, the vibe around this team is so good. It's so positive. It's so up. It's so new and fresh and building something rather than hanging on to something. I cannot tell you. What a night and day difference it feels like around the Green Bay Packers. The entire organization right now is revitalized, rejuvenated, and it's palpable. I mean, that's if, like, if you ask for my 30,000 foot kind of takeaway from my time around the team for the past three weeks, that is a hundred percent it. It, I'm telling you, it, the the Packers are a vibe in 2023, is what I'm trying to say. And I am, I am here for it, one thousand percent. Um, Talking about uh, the vibe and the team, um, where you, you look at some of the position battles and ha- as they've gone along, right, throughout the summer, there were certainly times where it looked like maybe there was a guy who was going to run away with a gig, but that really hasn't happened anywhere. I mean, we're still watching them kind of move guys around along the offensive line, um, right tackle, center, what have you. Um, Rashid Walker has certainly made it interesting with his emergence, but that's kind of expected. You talk, you hear Matt talk all the time about getting the best five out there, and you need every rep possible to make that determination. So I'm not really surprised by that. But I will say I am a tad surprised, although maybe I shouldn't have been, that no one has really emerged or taken that starting safety spot opposite Darnell Savage. And... I don't even know if Darnell Savage is a lock at this point, just because, I mean, there are so many different ways they could go here. And Savage, obviously, I think will obviously stick on the roster. But how do they utilize him? Right. Uh, We've seen plenty of instances where distance doesn't seem like a great fit for this scheme. uh, But he does appear to be much better when he's closer to the line of scrimmage. Okay, well, if you utilize him that way in certain like dime sets or whatever, or certain packages, who are you putting back? I've waited for, uh, you know, Owens or Ford or Moore to just kind of grab this gig and run away with it and certainly hasn't materialized. Um, And it would seem that this week is going to go a long way in determining who's going to be out there week one against the Bears. Um, I do think, I understand that uh, Anthony Johnson is coming on here and he's certainly playing a lot on special teams. But I still think he's a ways away. I still think he's very young. And if you read between the lines what we heard from Matt LaFleur earlier today, sure seems like yeah, he's got a bit of way, he's got a ways to go. That's not to diminish what he's done. He's just very young, very new to the league, obviously. And coming from a very different style of defense in college to what he's being asked to do in the pros, it feels like, yeah, he's he's still kind of swimming a bit. But now you say that and you see, obviously, that he's made a couple nice pass breakups in preseason, no doubt about it. But is that what you want out there in week one? Probably not. Um, I think Owens and Moore have had their moments. I think Moore played well in the first preseason game. But no no one's run away with it, which makes me think they'll probably default to Savage and Ford. Just because, you know, so Ford at least knows the defense is probably got the most banked reps in there along with Savage. And they'll go with experience and uh, away they'll go. But man, it it is a tad disappointing that no one has been able to kind of seize this gig, seize the opportunity and really separate themselves. I think you've seen nice plays uh, pretty much from everybody. Um, You've certainly seen some poor plays from most of the guys. But yeah, that's the area where you really hoped one of these guys from kind of this group would really step to the fore. And that certainly hasn't happened. Hopefully, maybe, who knows, that happens tomorrow's last public practice and then they have another practice Thursday and then the preseason game. And then these determinations will need to be made. And uh, I don't know, man. I know they need every bit of information. So I'm sure they'll take it right through the final preseason game and their discussions afterwards. But I'm just fascinated to see. I I don't see a clear path forward. There is literally no combination that you can name out of all the names involved where I'd be like, oh, my gosh, that's a shock. Uh, Yeah, I could see it going anyway, literally. So something to keep an eye on. Probably the one thing I'll be really watching intently for on Saturday against the Seahawks is the play of all these guys to see who hopefully maybe makes a case or separates themselves in any way. Um, Hello to everybody in the comments. So good to see everybody mixing it up. Dennis is here. What's up, Dennis? How are you? Wisco Sports. Go Pack Go. I can't watch today's live, but I'll be here tomorrow. Go Pack. We'll see you tomorrow, Wisco Sports. Thanks for checking in early. Um, Mimsy, thanks to the Super Chat, buddy. Fire the intern for putting ketchup on brats. Shaking my damn head. Well, Mimsy, to be fair, he's taking brats from folks who have stuff on it and grading and, and or rating it. Um, who cares what's on the brat as long as it tastes good? And you may not care for it; other people may. I know there's all these like things. This sounds like the people who like try to uh, gatekeep old fashions. Uh, I may know someone kind of like that. Um, but yeah, yo, if you like it, who cares? If it tastes good, who cares? That's where I come down. At. And if anyone doesn't know what Minzy's talking about, uh, make sure you check out uh, here on the YouTube channel some of our shorts that have gone up. We talked. We sent out our new interns throughout Lambo uh, parking lots prior to the game on was a saturday and uh we're doing brat reviews rating the brats good stuff good good stuff why why and crew doing a good job out there uh what else we got here folks we got john simotovich what's up man just give me one blindside sack of fields by gary in week one i mean great development today with rashawn gary being out there for teamwork for the first time all summer and not just walk through like legit 11 on 11 football. So now clearly it's not, they're not tackling or anything like that, but like full speed stuff is going on and Rashawn Gary's out there. Uh, I think we're cooking with gas people. I think Rashawn Gary's going to have some fun week one against the Bears. I'm down for it, man. I am down for it. And I feel you, man. Just what's, you know, we don't ask a lot just a blindside sack of fields that you know results in a fumble and you know, the ball bounces right up to Gary and he's able to run into the end zone for a touchdown, turn to the camera and go, what's up? And, uh, you know, cures cancer while he does it. Like that's, we don't ask a lot, but that's what we want. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ed, what's up, man? Thanks to Super Chat. A lot of hope this year. So used to knowing that we'd be in the playoffs, that hope never entered the equation. This year, things look good, but also a lot of hope. mean that in a good way. I I feel you, Ed. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, It's what made some of these years so tough to digest at the end because it was expected that the Packers would be in the playoffs. And they almost always were because they were really good football teams. They had a really great quarterback. And it's also what led to so much disappointment, right? Because you knew they were good enough to win. Uh, And then inevitably they would come up short. And now that idea of, man, I remember, uh, put you in the way back machine, Ed. I'm sure you're you're there with me. Uh, I just remember those years where the Packers were building towards it like building towards being a contender and or a good football team. Right. After so many years of being horrible and the idea of making the playoffs being this huge deal, man, back in the day, like when magic was the quarterback, right. And they were down towards the kind of nitty gritty of the season, end of the season playing for their playoff lives. Like if they got into the playoffs, that would be the greatest accomplishment of all time. Obviously, this, the bar is a lot higher in Green Bay now, and I'm not equating the idea that, oh, if this team makes the playoffs, it's a huge accomplishment. I think it's an accomplishment. I don't think it's the big deal it would have been back then. But yeah, just that idea of going into a season where, OK, if they don't make the playoffs, it's probably not a shock. Uh, last year, that can hurt, man. They should have been in the playoffs. That was a team that was talented enough, good enough, should have been good enough to win enough games to get them in the dance, especially the expanded playoffs that exist now. Um, so to have that kind of come crashing down, yeah, that stuff sucks. But this year, as I was talking at the start, so much hope about kind of the window opening and a new journey, a new kind of way forward. And yes, they have the talent. They could be good enough to make the playoffs, but we have no idea. So it's, for the first time in a long time, it's not like a birthright. That Oh, well, the Packers obviously going to be playing in January, clearly. We don't know. It's going to make it fun. It's going to make it all the more fun. Quinn, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Carl Brooks has softened the blow of losing Lowry. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being facetious, Quinn, but uh yeah, I don't think there was much of a blow to soften there, but I understand what you're saying. I, I hear you. I mean, Brooks played well against the Patriots. There's no doubt about it. You do have to temper things when you look at the level of competition when it comes to the Patriots. Now, speaking of Lowry, we have certainly seen plenty of defensive linemen come through the Green Bay Packers roster who are unable to take advantage of some of the poor you know, talent in front of them. So in that regards, yes, it's great. But he's got to keep working. He's got to keep pushing. But, man, the start for not only Brooks but Wooden as well, their start so far this summer has been really promising no question about it. Andrew, thanks to the Super Chat, man. Aaron, thank you for all your coverage in Green Bay. Cheesehead TV is always one of my first stops for Packers content. Andrew, that's really, really, really nice of you. Thank you so much, man. Um, Really appreciate it. And as I, as I always say, anybody, any of you out there who utilize Cheesehead TV in any way to connect to the Green Bay Packers really means the world to me. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Jeezy Baby, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Do Packers fans look as sad as Bear fans who think Fields is a legitimate MVP candidate? I want to be positive, but also don't want to be like Bear fans. Well, well, here's the thing: I don't think I haven't seen anybody saying that Jordan Love is going to be an MVP or anything like that. I think people are excited. Um, I do. I actually just did a podcast with Justice that I think will be out later today. Um, you kind of asked me about this, and you know, I think there are a number of Packers fans who are a lot more excited after having seen Jordan play. Um, it is kind of interesting to me though. I do wonder what people were expecting. I mean, we're people thinking he was going to come out there and look like a rookie. Uh, he has looked better and better each and every year. And I think the big jump came last summer. Um, we clearly saw what he did in that Eagles game was very promising. I guess, you know, you never really know until a guy gets extended work and we're starting to see, uh, you know, a lot more of Jordan on the football field. So, I, yeah, I don't think there's any problem with being excited about Jordan Love's play so far. He's got a long way to go still. Still going to be a lot of ups and downs, but yeah, being excited about your young quarterback, I got no problem with that. I don't see any issue with that. Joe, thanks to Super Chat, man. And then Gary catches pass for two point conversion. Ah, see, there you go. There, I knew I was missing something. And then he, you know, he has got the touchdown, and and then looks at the camera, says, what's up, Uh, cures cancer, and then is in on offense and catches the two-point conversion. We're not asking for a lot as Packers fans. I don't think that's a whole lot to ask for, obviously. Ooh, Mike's got a hot take. Mike on YouTube has a hot take saying, Jaden Reed will lead the team in receiving yards this year. Ooh, baby. Um, I don't know if I agree with your police work there, but I like it. I'm down with it. I like the kid a lot. I think he's hella talented. I just don't know if the opportunities will be there. Um, Obviously, we know clearly Watson and Dobbs are your one and two as far as just number of snaps. Not even talking about like first in the progression or anything like that, but just number of snaps being on the field. And I think they're going to see a lot of utilization of the tight end that we haven't seen in the past, which is probably going to knock Reed's kind of just opportunities down a little bit. But, man, I'm here for it here's hoping i love him i absolutely love the kid um drew what's up man as a transplanted new jersey cheesehead tv is my link to all things packers so thank you well thank you man really 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 appreciate it brett says too many fumbled snaps in practice yeah i saw myers literally hit musgrave today when he was going in motion and I mean, I, I tell you what, and I know, I feel you, I feel you, and I know the information's out there, so people will react to it, but man, that is the quintessential we talking about practice moment. We talking about practice, man. It's literally the point of practice, to practice it. Things are going to mess up, and they will continue to practice it. Now, if they happen in a game, as we saw on Saturday night, and We all know now why that happened. Trying to catch that guy in the neutral zone, etc. Then we'll talk about it. But like, yo, bad snaps in practice? No shit. It's practice. That's where I come down. I I just, man, there are way too many things in life to worry about. Don't worry about bad snaps in practice. It's literally practice. It's why they practice. Dog Hype, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. (laughs) Breaking news. We have a good team. Source Soder. I mean, soda don't lie. We all know that. If anybody doesn't know who we're referencing when we talk about soda, you clearly aren't on the Cheesehead TV Happy Hours, which, by the way, are where it's at. Uh, and also, by the way, I, I'm sure people saw who are on Patreon and Carry the G Club members here that initially we posted that Happy Hour is going to be on Wednesday night. That has moved. Alert, alert. That has moved to Thursday night. So please don't come on the Zoom Wednesday night looking for the Happy Hour. It won't be there Thursday night. Happy hour rock and roll. Hope to see you there. Doug, Doug hype, John. Thanks to the super chat, man. Why does the energy energy around this team so different than past seasons, optimism, leadership, or is it about somebody being gone? John, the obvious answer here is yes. I mean, I can't really expound much more. It's it's, it's everything. It's a combination of everything. It's the way. Yes. Aaron Rodgers and many, many other vets who, um, you know, have been there, done that, seen it all, done it all, and probably expect to make the playoffs and to be contenders, etc., are out the door. And that's not to decry them, but that's, you know, a fact. And then you look at so much youth on this roster, especially on offense. I think it's only natural. Like, it's a new day. It's a new dawn. You've got a new quarterback, leader of your team, and a whole host of new dudes that he's throwing to I think it's only natural that, yeah, there's going to be a renewed energy. I don't think that's, again, I don't think that's slighting anyone. I don't think that's problematic or bad to say. I just think it's a natural kind of evolution. Ayahuasca, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Barring injury at one of the interior spots, is it safe to assume Zach Tom will be at right tackle in Chicago, or is he still in the running at center? Go, pack, go. It seems pretty clear that, he yeah, he's going to be at center, and Myers is going to – I'm sorry – Tom is going to be at tackle, and Myers is going to be at center. Um, would be my guest sitting here right now today on Tuesday as I talk to you live. But, man, it is NFL, which stands for not for long. So we'll see how they come out on uh, Saturday against the Seahawks. But, yes, I suspect Tom will be your starting right tackle uh, on opening night or opening day, opening afternoon, I think it is, late afternoon. There you go brandy lewis i love you brandy if i hear barry say energy one more time whoo yeah i tell you what some of those assistant coach like media sessions are really brutal there's you know they don't ever answer anything specifically and they talk in generalities but you know i will also in their defense and in joe's defense like sometimes you are answering the questions you're given right like i think More often than not, you will find that if you ask specific football questions of football people, they will give you involved, really good answers. But if you give them 50,000-foot questions like general or the god-worst talk a little bit about XYZ, yeah, you're going to get crutch answers. You're going to get generalities. You're going to get banal, boring bullshit. So that's not to excuse it. It's not to say that, yes, no, he does lean on that word a lot, but yeah, sometimes I kind of understand. Uh, Chachi, or is it catchy? Chachi? Don't know how to pronounce your name, but good question. Is Sean Clifford turning himself into trade bait a few years from now if he keeps improving? Short answer is yes, 1,000%. Um, we'll see. There's a long way to go, but yeah, first blush. No question about it, man. Maybe he you know, has a really good another good preseason outing on Saturday, and then you don't see him again until next summer, and then he has a few more, and then all of a sudden you're talking about him being Mr. August, like taking up the Matt Hasselbeck mantle, and then maybe they make a move. There's there's a chance there, but again, there's a long way. He slid to the fifth round for a reason. Remember, the Packers were widely derided by the draft industrial complex for even deigning to take the young man. So you got to think that's kind of the book on him league-wide, most likely. And now he's proving them all wrong, hopefully. Um, but yeah, he, he's he got to keep doing it. And he's got to do it again next summer. And we're a long way away from that. Chris, thanks for the super chat, man. Clifford Favre 2.0. <laughs> That's sideline. Sorry, buddy. Chris, thank you for the super chat. How has Carlson done since the last game? Well, Chris, we're not good. Woo. Yeah, today was ugly. Now. This is, uh, to be fair, <laughs> he uh, he hit his first one, which I believe was an extra point, uh, and then missed one, and then made one, and then missed three in a row, which were all from 50-plus, but they were all into the wind. And I will say, it's something I noticed that I think everyone should take heed of when looking at practice reports. Out on Nitschke Field, when it's windy, as it was today, apparently, and certainly when I was there, it's Really difficult on the kickers when they're kicking into it. It does. It's not the same as when they're in Lambeau, because Saturday during the day it was incredibly windy in Green Bay, and I remember thinking like, man, this could make things interesting tonight. But in Lambeau, it wasn't that bad. Like, yes, there was a little wind, but you saw Clifford nail that what fifty-one yarder to end the half. So clearly he's got the leg, and clearly he can do it even in the wind, etc. But man, out of it's totally different. And I get the sense, my, 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 my guess is my hunch is, is that those 50 plus yarders into the wind are probably one or two of them made if he's in quote unquote normal conditions, who knows? Now they're going down to Chicago week one. Certainly you want to be able to kick in the windy city. It's part of your job description. Um, But you are in a stadium as opposed to nitchkey field which is kind of half open and there's a building and the wind's swirling and blah 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 it's just different so that's my kind of caveat from today but all of that said oh god it's just go for it on fourth down all year can we can we just go for it on fourth down that's that's all i want that is all i want to do doug thanks again buddy just got signed to be an official influencer for the STG football video game tourney with Christian Watson. Might need to add nags. Go effing pack go. Dude, congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'll whoop anybody at Madden. That's fine. Let's go. Oh, wait. Maybe it's not Madden. But that's dope, dude. Congratulations. Uh, hope to see you on Happy Hour. And hope to see all of you on Happy Hour that are uh, Patreon members and Carry the G Club members on Thursday. Don't I can't underline it enough thursday people make sure you know it's thursday all right everybody i gotta get going i can't thank you enough for hanging out talking packers each and every day monday through friday right here on the cheesehead tv social channels please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video subscribe to the channel and then tell your friends and tell your family cheesehead tv we are devoted to green bay packers fans worldwide thanks a lot everybody have a great night go pack go